You're listening to Small Steps for Big Goals, the podcast for the heart-centered, highly sensitive business owner. I'm your host, Kate Carter, mindset coach and business mentor. And after three years of coaching and mentoring clients, what I know to be true is small steps lead to big results. If you're feeling completely overwhelmed with the information out there, and you know you're ready to go deeper to find out what really is going to support you to move your business forward, then come and join us each week as we delve into an aspect of mindset, energy, and strategy which is going to support you in seeing those big results. I am so excited to delve into this with you, so come and join us. Hello and welcome to Small Steps for Big Goals. I hope this episode finds you well. What has been happening in my world? So behind the scenes, the last few weeks, I have been doing a lot of reflection, a lot of focusing on where there might need to be tweaks, in terms of what I'm putting out there, in terms of my client journey, in terms of my messaging. So that's actually been really exciting because I do enjoy looking at the data. I do enjoy seeing what works. And I think that's because I've got to a stage in my business where I can do that really neutrally. I don't do it with a huge amount of emotion, although, of course, I'm human. That does come in from time to time. But generally speaking, looking at things neutrally, I'm working out where the minor shifts need to be. And they are minor. They are not big at all. And just making sure that I'm kind of moving myself and my business forward as I kind of grow as a person, as and as a business owner. So that's kind of where I've been. I've got a busy week this week in terms of client calls and in terms of recording some podcast episodes. But I've also got a busy personal week so my son is at the stage now where he is in year nine for those people that are not in the UK he is 13 so he is at stage where he is choosing his subjects that he wants to do for his GCSEs those are the big exams that we have at the age of 16 and he'll be studying those subjects for the next two years there are some subjects he has to do because they're considered core which are maths English science but there are a few that he gets to choose. So we're going along to school this week to find out what those are. And then my daughter has parents evening on Thursday. And it always amazes me. And if we've got any parents listening, you'll have to let me know if this is the same for you. I have two children. They were brought up with the same parents in the same house. Yes, there are five years between them. And yes, one is a boy and one is a girl, but they are so incredibly different And it both amazes and astounds me how everything is different. Their reactions, their likes, their dislikes. I literally have, just to give a little bit of context here, my son who loves orange squash and my daughter who hates orange squash and has to have black black blackcurrant. We don't overindulge them too often because I'm not a huge lover of that. But when we do have that in the house, it just amazes me that even on such a basic level we have such different children so you'll have to let me know if that's the same for you but that's that's what's happening with me let me know what's happening with you what's going on with you and your life your business I would always love 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 to hear you please dm me on instagram email me at kate at katecarter.co.uk I would love to hear from you so getting on to today's topic this is one that I feel is a conversation that I'm having a lot with new people, new clients. And I kind of just want to bring it into this space because 
I have a very different approach to I think a lot of coaches out there and and I think it's really beneficial to highly sensitive people when they're working with me because of the way that I work and so I kind of just want to bring that here the topic is all around how to look after yourself as a highly sensitive person in business so that you can both feel good in the process and see results and I think this comes from my own experience of being a human being and being highly sensitive also being in business as a highly sensitive person but I remember when I was younger my mum actually side note here my mum sent me a photo yesterday of a poem slash letter that I wrote my mum and dad in 2003 so I just come back from living in France for a year and at that point I was 21 crikey feel so old I was 21 and I was very much still in the apologizing stage so for those people who aren't aware I had a panic disorder from the age of 10 and I knew that even though I couldn't change what was happening at that time I knew that I was causing the people I loved a lot of problems and a lot of difficulties because I wasn't behaving or take or doing things in a inverted commas normal way and it was really difficult for them and I really do I I remember that and I can empathize it now with that being a parent and having that that sort of powerless feeling that your daughter is feeling like that and you can't do anything um and so I spent a huge amount of my teenagers and early 20s apologizing in certain ways in different ways about who I was and how I behaved and etc and my mum actually rang me so she she sent me the picture and she rang me and she went isn't it amazing and I was like oh I'm so embarrassed (laughs) and she was like but you're not in that place anymore she said, isn't it amazing? You don't apologize. You're not that person anymore. And it just really brought it home. How much inner work I've done to get to the place where I am now. I'm getting a bit emotional because I, I really do remember how difficult it was when I was younger. And how, how much it's taken me to get here. And how a load of people often think that they want to get given the answer. And I see this in business as well they want the answer they want the secret but actually they already have the secret they already have the answer and actually a lot of the work that I do in business now is supporting people and getting those solutions and those answers out of them because they're always there and that was the case for me and yes it wasn't easy at times it was really uncomfortable to do the inner work and to to question things and to shift perspective and to think about things in a different way but I wouldn't be where I am today without that journey and I really do see the same thing with business and I know that if we are new to the business world we know we're sensitive we know we might be introverted we might be anxious we might be bringing some different things to being in the online space I know how easy it is to get caught up in rabbit holes I call them mental rabbit holes because we get so caught up in the detail of every little thing that we see online, everything that we consume. 
that we send ourselves into a tailspin. Am I doing this right? Should I be doing this? Somebody's doing this. I think I should be doing that. I haven't got this sorted. I think I need this sorted. And it just sends us deeper and deeper and deeper into that mental rabbit hole. And we either start berating ourselves like, I'm so stupid. I can't do this. Why can't I be good enough? Why is so-and-so making it look so easy? And yet I'm over here suffering and struggling, etc. And it can really... I see it happening in two ways. It can either lead to analysis paralysis where we just freeze because we're so overwhelmed with the online space, with everything that we're being told to do, with all of the different strategies, with all of the different funnels and technical side of things that we freeze. We think, I just don't know what to do. So I'm just going to stop. Or we we put out what we think we should put out, like, well, everybody else is doing this. So I'll just put this out as well. So that's one way. Or the flip side is I've seen people trying to do everything. And so they really do take on board everything. And then they think they have to implement absolutely everything, that technical funnel. I have to have automation set up. I have to have um, like a client management system. I have to get support. I have to get a VA. I have to get all of these different things. And so I want to kind of bring us back to a neutral perspective in terms of this. And I'm going to talk it through in terms of my framework, which is core clarity and action, because I really want you to see how this can support you as somebody who might be highly sensitive, who might be slightly more anxious in the online space and how you can still be wildly successful. I truly believe this. There is nothing stopping you. Like I was saying before, you have everything in you to be successful. You have everything in you to make it work. Yes, there may be some inner work that needs to happen. There may be some internal shifts. There may be tweaks in terms of strategy, but everything you need in order to move yourself forward is already within you. I truly believe that it is the fundamental basis of coaching and it is why I absolutely love true coaching because that is what it is about it's about me drawing that out from you and yes sometimes they are edgy questions and they do push your edges because I want you to to see things in a different light to gain a new clarity around something and so I'm going to be talking through core clarity and action and core I know I said this before but that first part is not something I see done in the online space very often at all and core is all about you And it has to start with you, your strengths, your opinions, what you stand for. And I feel that this is underplayed. And, you know, I've been doing this. I've been around in the online space for five years. I've had a business that is bringing in an income for the last three and a half years. And I still have to work on this. I still have to return to my strengths and what I believe in and what I stand for, because it is so easy to get influenced by other people in the online space even with the best intentions in the world and that can be incredibly overwhelming for our nervous system and like I said it sends us into a tailspin so you can get really clear on your strengths in loads of different ways but I want to go a little bit deeper here because yes knowing your strengths so what you're good at what you really offer your clients in your container But deeper than that, what are your opinions? And I say this specifically because if you're anything like I've been in the past, having an opinion about something and not just having an opinion, but standing up for that opinion can feel really daunting, especially if you're a people pleaser or a recovering people pleaser 
or you're worried about judgment or what people think, actually standing up for your opinions can be incredibly uncomfortable. And so I want you, instead of kind of hiding away from it, I want you to get really clear on what your opinions are and specifically about what your opinions are in the industry that you're in. What you stand for in the industry that you're in and there's so many ways that you can do this i love meditation i really love specific affirmations so ones that are created specifically for me in the way that i think not just sort of what i call plaster affirmations which are just general ones that if our body and brain can't get on board with don't really make a huge amount of difference but if you can get them specific to you and the way that you're thinking, I think they can be truly powerful. The other way that this can really come up is through journaling. So I've got some journal prompts here that, you know, feel free to pause or replay this. Um, but they are, what do I know that I'm good at? How is the way I do things more beneficial for my clients? And what am I unwavering in, in terms of my beliefs and opinions in my industry? And I really do feel that having those written down somewhere that you can refer to supports you in, first of all, cementing them, because writing down anything that is in our head is a fantastic way of cementing those opinions and those feelings. But also it then becomes something you can refer back to, you can add to, you can tweak as you move and grow. And I think this is such an important part that a lot of people miss out because they go straight to the strategy, which we'll come on to. Super important. Absolutely. But they forget the core bit. And if we forget this core bit and then we go into strategy, we are leaving ourselves open for being hugely influenced by everybody else's opinions and everybody else's viewpoints and standpoints, which again, they are all absolutely allowed to have. That is who we are as human beings. That's absolutely fine. But it can really create a wobble for us further down the line when we start implementing the strategy, if we don't have a real core foundation of where we're starting from as a human coming into business with what we're bringing in, whether that be being highly sensitive, introverted, anxious, whatever that is. So important to do that foundational work. So core, if you do nothing else, you take nothing else away from this episode, please just spend a bit of time getting really clear on your strengths and your opinions and what you stand for in your industry. Because I think that could be hugely beneficial, both for you as a human person in your business, but also in terms of your messaging and your content and and how you resonate with people and how you invite the right fit people into your into your containers. I think it's just one of those that permeates through absolutely everything. So please take that on board. The next bit is clarity. And I'm going to be a bit controversial here. I say controversial. I'm not overly controversial at the best of times, but just something to think about. I want you to really get clear on your bare minimum actions. Now, that sounds really kind of a lazy way of looking at it. But in terms of regulating our nervous system, in terms of not being overwhelmed, actually looking at the bare minimum things that we need to be doing could be sort of hugely, hugely um, powerful and really beneficial because what we are then supporting ourselves in doing is going, right, if we just do these things, 
consistently, whatever consistently looks like to you, whether that be every day, a couple of times a week, whatever it is. But if I'm consistently doing these things over and over, then I know that those are the things that are going to be the needle movers. Those are going to be the things that actually move my business forward. So get clear on your bare minimum actions and then keep those things the main thing. Keep them the main thing. And you need to keep this the main thing until it starts working or until you've got enough data for you then then to tweak. This is the biggest thing. And I've been here myself, absolutely been here myself. And I could say it's a solely strategy problem, but I think there's a huge amount of mindset in there as well, where, again, we get easily influenced by shiny object syndrome. We think that we're somehow missing something. So we swap our strategy. We introduce something else. And then we find ourselves a bit of a loss and we're overwhelmed because we're trying to do too many things, etc. So really keeping things simple, getting clear on your bare minimum and keeping that the main thing until you make it work or until you have enough data to make tweaks. And if you're thinking, well, actually, I don't know what my bare minimum things are, Kate, then think about your client journey. Think about what it is that is the end result. So what is your main offer with your clients? You know, the the perfect goal, if you were going to work with clients, what would that be? Would that be your one-to-one offer? Would it be your program? Whatever it would be. And then work backwards. So what's the step underneath that? What's the step underneath that? What's the step underneath that? So you've got a clear kind of pathway from where you first meet a client until where you start working with that client. And then that, if you think about it in really simplistic terms, that is your bare minimum pathway. How are you supporting each step? What do you need to do in order to move people onto the next step? And if you're listening to this thinking, sounds great, Kate, sounds quite simple, but I have no idea what you're talking about, please do get in touch. I've got two one-to-one spots open. They are six months of working together. It is the quiet leader. So it is all about keeping things simple to support your nervous system. It is about everything I'm talking about here, keeping it simple, keeping a real clear idea of what your bare minimum actions are and how you can keep doing those things until you see it work or until you've got enough data to actually tweak. It is about looking at your core and how to ground yourself in your strengths and really get super clear on your unwavering opinions and your standpoint in your industry. So if you're listening to this thinking, I could really do with that support, please do reach out. There is a non-obligation form to fill out to start the conversation to see if we would be a good fit. And I promise you, I will tell you if you're not. I've referred quite a few people over the last few weeks and months because I know who I support best. And I know some amazing coaches who I know could do or support that person in a much deeper way than I could because they are more extroverted, for example, or because um, they have a product-based service rather than a a product-based business rather than service-based business. So please do get in touch. I will promise you, I will tell you if you're not a good fit. So that's the clarity, getting really clear on your bare minimum actions, thinking about your client journey, thinking about the steps. And if you're not clear, get in touch, keeping it simple. It does not need to be technically advanced. 
It doesn't need to be complicated. Yes, having some automations in there obviously will support your energy and will support your nervous system in that way. But having too many can also be detrimental because then we've got too many things to worry about. So it's getting that balance. It's keeping it simple. It's making sure that you're constantly coming back to the things that matter, those needle movers, and not allowing yourself to get swayed by shiny object syndrome. And again, that then feeds back into that core, why it's so important that we have that core foundation of who you are as a person, your opinions, your unwavering standpoints in your industry, so that you can stand unshakable in any weather that the online space throws at you. And then the last part of this is action. And action for me, especially working with highly sensitive people, introverts, people who are generally more on the anxious side of things, is small steps for maximum impact, which kind of fits into what we were saying about clarity. But it is how can you take that one small step out of your comfort zone or even stretching your comfort zone? I like to talk about stretching your comfort zone rather than stepping out of it, because stepping out of it, just that language can feel quite dysregulating. So how can we stretch our comfort zone to take that next step that needs to be taken? So to give you a concrete example of what this looks like for me. So I've been three and a half years in business at this point. One of the things that I'm going to be doing this week that is a step stretching my comfort zone is when I go and do my live training, which I do every Monday in my Facebook group, I'm going to trial doing it live on Instagram at the same time. Now, that to some of you, maybe like, that's nothing, Kate. To some of you, you'd be like, oh, my God, that's that's too much. For me, it's my next step. And it's my next step in stretching my comfort zone because I feel very safe in my Facebook group. The people in there are the people that have said yes. I've got a great relationship with most of them. I know who they are. I know how to talk to them. Instagram, I love Instagram, but it's not a place I normally go live. And so that's going to be a huge stretch for my comfort zone. So just to give it a context, some context there and a concrete example of what that might look like. Obviously, yours might be different. And working with a coach, you understand where your edges are and where you need to push and stretch that comfort zone and where actually you don't need to and where actually you can take a bit of a break and not worry about certain things because you don't need to be stretching in all areas especially at the same time and the other thing that's really important for me around action is the importance of failing forward the importance of knowing that the action that you take isn't always going to be successful the first second or third time it might take the fourth time or the fifth time and I know that can sound quite disheartening but I promise I promise I promise that if you stick it out you will be so much stronger than if you did it the first time and I always think about the analogy of um driving test or anything that some people can pass the first time if you pass the first time I mean, I passed the first time, so I'm going to use me as an example. I passed my driving test the first time. I would say my husband, who took a lot more tests, I won't go into how many he took, I would say that he is a much more aware and competent driver at times than me because I didn't learn from my mistakes. I learned through my mistakes while I was practicing and doing my driving lessons but I didn't get to do that in an exam or test situation. 
situation, whereas he did. And so I'd really offer that here as normalizing in business when you make so-called mistakes. And I'm doing that in inverted commas or failures, because actually the more times you have that, the more likely you are to learn the lessons that you need to learn and you will be stronger for it moving forward. So really getting on board with failing forward. And again, this fits really nicely back into the core, because if you understand who you are as a person, what your strengths are, those gold bits of information that are buried deep within you, and we uncover those, and we really do spend some time on supporting you and embracing who you are on a very deep level, and you know your opinions, and you know what you stand for, you don't need to be loud or extroverted for that. The so much power in being a quiet leader, which is why my six-month container is called that. There's so much power in that. I really want you to, to remember that foundational part of core fits into everything else you then build on top. It builds into the clarity. It builds into your action. So I'm hoping this feels really permission-giving. I hope it's normalized how simple business gets to be. And I hope it has highlighted the importance of you being unshakable in who you are as a person and I'm saying that with the caveat of yes we are human beings we go through ups and downs we get frustrated but it's how we navigate through those emotions and what we make those emotions mean and how we can how quickly we can get back to neutral to be able to see things through a business lens to make sure that we don't then allow those heightened emotions to stop us from moving forward so I am going to stop there because I think I've gone on quite a lot. I hope this has been super supportive. And like I said, if you would like to look at what it looks like to work one-to-one with me, then there is a link in the episode show notes. Reach out, ask questions, fill in that form. It is just a starter conversation. It would be great to talk to you. And if you've got any takeaways from this episode, please do DM me through Instagram, email me. I would love to hear from you and I will be back next week with another episode. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this week's podcast with me, Kate Carter. I appreciate you so much. If you enjoyed this show, then please leave a review. Every month I will pick a winner for a free 50 minute coaching session with me. Also, if you know someone who could benefit from listening to this podcast, then please share and help me reach more new entrepreneurs who could benefit from learning their own small steps to take.